In the Studio with Teaching Artists podcast highlights artists' experiences co-teaching Malwin Studio courses for Chicago youth. Meet the inspiring artists that teach at Malwin that include a teaching artist, emerging artist, young artists in high school, and Malwin staff support. Go behind the scenes as teaching artists co-design, plan, and facilitate virtual classes centered in creative youth development. In each episode, you'll learn how the teaching teams meet weekly to dream, reflect, plan curriculum, and support young artists. You'll have an intimate look at the new Malwin cohort model, who the teaching artists are facilitating courses, and insight into teaching art online. In this episode, listen to the inspiring teaching artists who worked together this past year in Malwin Lab. Independently driven projects were created at home by 20 lab residents in high school alongside three lab alumni teaching artists, a mentor artist, and staff support. Meet Aileen Castro, Jocelyn Corona, Davida Miranda, Alan Moore, and Rochelle Hill. The Lab Residency is a year-long immersive program designed to support young artists in the development of their art practice. Learn how residents forged friendships, developed their studio practices, and inspired each other. Hi, welcome back to another episode with another amazing group. We have the Lab Teaching Artists from Malwin this time around. And they are interesting because the lab program is very specific to kind of more advanced young people who are really looking to develop their skills, build a portfolio, work one-on-one with a mentor artist and have more engaged time to develop a body of work for a longer period of time. So I'm super excited to share about this teaching artist group and also more about lab because this is a special a special class and I'm really excited to kind of get into it. So without further ado, I wanna introduce the team and then they will share a little bit more about who they are. So we have Alan, Rochelle, Corona, Aileen, and Davida. They are the amazing lab cohort who have led the teaching team for the spring term and actually for a year now, right? They have been working together, planning classes, working with a cohort of artists in high school and really developing and helping support the program. So let's get into it. Can you all just give a short introduction of who you are with your name and your practice, and then we'll get into it more specifically about lab. So I'm Alan, uh, pronouns he, him. Uh, I'm a teaching artist, educator, mentor. I've been, I think, teaching for the past, like, wow, it has to be maybe almost 10 years. I think that's all I can remember (laughs) right now. We'll pass it to Rochelle. Thanks, Alan. My name's Rochelle Hill, and I'm like the coordinator of studio programs, but work as a teaching artist and have been coordinating lab this past year. Yeah, I would say a teaching artist, educator, like Alan was saying, uh, mentor, and then if we could share anything about our own practice, 
like I feel like I yeah work. go for it okay so I guess you could say like interdisciplinary but I work with like textiles um, but it's all rooted in like printmaking um, and installation and like works on paper and a lot of work about home landscape and kind of just like where we grow up and how that kind of yeah I guess just like how that how it affects how we approach the world but Alan maybe you want to share the uh, your other aspects of your art practice <laughs> Okay, okay, kicking it back to me. Yeah, um, so I guess I can say I, I primarily do experimental sound as far as my personal practice, but I got out there basically doing like painting, drawing, and I feel like it's all like obviously related and connected, but like like as of like now, the experimental sounds really what's been that. Um, but just like kind of Rochelle interdisciplinary, like, you know, rooted in some like basic things. I'm Davida. Uh, my pronouns are she, he, them. I'm an interdisciplinary artist. I do photography, uh, creative writing, and experimental sculpture, mainly with foam. I've done lab three consecutive years, so it's like exciting to from shifting into this from the perspective of being a student to like like a co-teaching artist so it's really like an exciting like thing to be a part of lab is like on a teaching team that's all for me and then i'll popcorn it to corona okay hi so my name's corona i go by she they pronouns i'm a photographer but recently i've been getting into more mixed media so i guess i am considered now inter i can't even say the word but that artist yeah, I, I'm an alumni from Marwin, and I've been at Marwin for about six years or more now, I think. And I'm alumni from the actual, like, the lab program itself. Um, I've been there for two years. That's it for me. You can go ahead, Aileen. Hi, um, my name is Aileen. She, they pronouns. I'm also an alum from Marwin and also did the lab program as a student. I'm also an artist. I right now I really focus on digital art and um, some like traditional flash work, but I also do like a lot of mixed media stuff um, in the past. Awesome. So we have a really interdisciplinary group here who comes from really all different backgrounds and mediums. But what I think is really fascinating about this group is that Corona, Aileen, and Davida are all alums of Malin programs. So they were once young people taking classes at Malin, and now they are teaching. So can you talk about that? How did that feel once being in lab, you know, making art? as a young person and now being a mentor to other lab students. How did that feel for the three of you? Okay, so I guess being a student at Marwin, um, you know, really gave us like, not the upper hand, but like we had way more experience at being at Marwin and like seeing things that we wish could have been done or things that we could change, like in the future, not knowing that we were basically going to be that part of the future that changes stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's just a really big jump, I guess, from being a student and now actually teaching it. And you could see yourself, well, or at least I see myself in a lot of the students when I'm teaching or like helping them in any way. Well, mostly the photographers. You could go ahead, Eileen. I think it is like very different from like when you're a student now teaching, but it definitely does like how Corona was saying really help 
because you, especially since we're like, I guess, like, you know, fresh out of like being a student at Marwin, it's like easier to put yourself in their shoes, um, especially now and what's going on, like not even just the community at Marwin, but what is going on in like the world now and having to understand with like these students and what these kids are dealing with, not only in the Marwin community, but outside of that and having to consider how that affects, you know, them in this space and us all together. So I think it really does help, uh, especially with this year long program, because we get to connect with the students way longer and it's easier to kind of get a sense of like how to better them, like help them in a way um, and help them like succeed in the lab program and help them like succeed in like their end goal in the program and their exhibition and their projects. So I really enjoy it. And I think even though it might feel like weird at first because we were, you know, I know, I think me and Corona had maybe like a year or two before we made into teaching. But I think DeVito was like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think she only had like a term. Like I think she was the closest to being from a student jumping to a teacher. So I know it, it like, you know, that switch is like, just like not weird in a bad way, but it's just like, oh, I go from listening to a teacher to now like being the teacher. So there is like that, like, you know, um, having, I guess, I wouldn't say like courage, but having like, you know, being able to like express your voice as a teacher and knowing that you can have that and like to not be afraid, I guess, because it is like, you know, from listening and just like following directions to actually giving them um, and having to be confident in that, but yeah. For me, it was both an exciting and humbling experience because as a student, it was enjoyable to be able to seriously work on my art more independently and going into the position of being a mentor to the students really put me into the mindset of like offering the tips or advice my teachers gave me to them. So it was a great experience to be able to teach lab because I care about the program a lot since I grew a lot from it into like the artist that I am today. So being in the position of like being able to like give advice to students and just like help them along the way and helping them grow into like being a more conceptual artist is like very fun. I love that. I think there's something so powerful about you all having the experience firsthand and being able to then pass that knowledge to someone else who is also experiencing that. I think that's super cool. And I also think that your insights of just like how the program went can help build it. So I'm glad that you were able to like co-teach. Speaking of that, you all did a very unique kind of collaborative teaching experience this time at Malwin. We're all in a crazy time with the pandemic and you know we did some work from home for a while and everyone is really working digitally on Zoom. So I know everyone kind of transitioned away from in-person to virtual classes. And I'm really curious to know how that transition was for you for um, seeing as though you were used to lab in the building at one point, you had experienced that process of what it was like being in person in studios to then going virtually and teaching collaboratively with a mentor teaching artist and a staff support. How was that for you all? What were kind of the challenges of transitioning into teaching virtually? 
So it was so much work. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, that's real. Yeah, it was it was a bit, you know, stressful because we felt like, well, I guess, I don't know, we, but I felt pretty restricted, you know, since um, lab normally is, you know, like the class that gets a lot of the funds as well as like the class that gets a lot of materials, resources, a lot of things like that. And not being able to go into the building and I guess share that with the students was kind of, uh, you know, upsetting, but it's also understanding that they got to make all this amazing work from home. And at the end of it, um, they did work throughout the whole year with all those like troubles in the way when years before that, everything was so easier, I guess. Yeah, I think um, definitely had its challenges. I think it's just for us, it kind of, I wouldn't say like we feel bad, but it just like, it sucks in a way because we got that experience to be in person and it is very different to just do it online. And I think more than ever, I think especially like me, Corona and Davida, since we have that experience of the lab program, I think we just really wanted to give that to the students because there is like a sense of like being able to have like studio like time in an actual studio and having like the resources like, you know, right there and then and in person. And I think it was just like, I personally, when I work, I like to have my own space, like aside from like either home or like my own space from like where everything else goes on. So, and online, it was very like challenging to kind of give that to the students. Um, I think considering everything that went on for the past year and how we had to like really adapt to being virtual, I think we did amazing and the best, you know, we really could for the students. Um, I know during like this past year with lab like we really kind of talked about self-care and had like those spaces where if it was difficult for the students to do their art practice at home we could have those conversations or have breaks like that like together on zoom so we really try to like you know work with like everything that was going on and just like being i think aware was really like, you know, just being aware of what's going on outside. And I feel like they don't get that, in my opinion, from like their schools, you know, and like the CPS system and all that and teachers. I feel like they don't understand how difficult it is. Um, just because they're home all day doesn't mean um, they have all the time, like in the world, 24 hours to do all this work. And it is sometimes like different situations and different home situations for different kids are different. So I think just being aware of that, I think really helped us make the lab, you know, as much as it can be the lab program online. Yeah. And you touched on this a little bit, Aileen, but I'm curious to know, and anyone can answer this, how you were supporting each other through this time as co-teachers. Yeah, I think it was like easy to be like co-teachers because we kind of already knew each other. I know like Alan was newer, but like he really like fit in, like I would say like fit in, but like really hopped in and was like very, you know, like just like fit with the vibe and everything. So it was like very easy, yeah. Um, but I think it did help that we knew each other in person. I think it also helped that um, me, Corona and Davida knew each other and like we worked with each other before and you know, we, 
were like literally in the same like lab program together. So we kind of knew how we teached and like, you know, so I think we all kind of got an idea of like how we could help each other and, you know, our strengths and weaknesses um, as teaching artists. And I think Rochelle also played a big part in that because she's always like very considerate of like our time and just like, you know, what we need to get done and like what is still need to be get done and just us and everything and even the students too. Maybe I would just could add one thing in, I guess, like, I think what Eileen was said was great about like, also like being there for each other. I think there was definitely times where like moments where it was like really hard with COVID with like being away from people and like not being allowed to be with each other. And so I do feel like in the beginning we were able to do that and get like pizza or things like that. But then like once winter happened, like we couldn't do that anymore. So it was like trying to figure out ways, even doing like check-ins. Sometimes I liked when Alan would have like certain check-ins about like our own art practice or like what are ways in which, I don't know, like things that could be inspiring each other. Um, even like, you know, when the, the darkest of winters, you know, like things, thinking of ways where we, I feel like we used humor a lot, but yeah, just trying to balance like self-care and then actually like balance what we had to do like what did we have to get done but like if someone is having a hard time like how can I be there for you to step up so that you can step back because maybe you're having a hard week and we try to do the same thing with like young people in the space like you know like have your videos off like we're not asking you to do that like come and I loved how Alan was always saying like come as you are because that's like really all what we were asking you know and like and put in the care and like your own practice when you can, but when you can't and it's overwhelming, it's okay to step back. Yeah, if I, if I could add to that, I, I just felt, it, one, it just felt really good. I was the newest member of the team. I remember like I was teaching my first class at Marwa when we did like go into quarantine and it just felt heartbreaking and gut-wrenching to like all of a sudden have that stop. Um, so this team, like, you know, fast forwarding, being able to like, for us to like communicate freely for us to like be, I think kind of honest and like direct, we definitely leaned a lot on Corona DeVita and Eileen, just in, in the sense of like listening to what I, I hope we, we like facilitated, like listening to like what you guys had to say and like always checking to make sure that like we're, we're teaching this together but like what can be spread out what cannot be like what what's like being overloaded you know things like that everybody was so awesome i you know and and just so great with that like great with also embodying that for our students and like for our like class our time that we spent together what is lab and how is it different than a, another Marwin class can anyone speak on that how is lab unique i i think from my like understanding it being a, a longer stretch of time also giving a little bit more like autonomy to the students so that they can develop their like practice the way that they want to um i don't think any of the marvel classes like come off as like a school class but i think lab we definitely were like this is not a classroom there's no policing you know what i mean i think students really got that got also to take accountability for what projects they wanted to work on. And, you know, some, a lot of them were seniors. A lot of them are like in the later half of their like high school career, thinking about like the next moves and college, just any and everything else. I think lab mostly kind of gives, gives us a chance to take all that into account 
gives them a chance to work on portfolios, just like, you know, skill sharing, like learning, you know, things like that. Like that to me is like what's different from like the other classes. I think the time component is really, really important. Yeah, I'll speak on like defining a bit of what lab is. The way lab is different from a standard course at Marwin is that it's almost like a residency for high school students. So they commit to the time span of a year, once a week, and pursue individual projects of their own choosing, whether that be in illustration or graphic design. It's like their own uh, choice of like course of where they want to go. Lab is predominantly defined by its like What's the word I'm looking for? It's defined by its like description of being like an independently driven like program. So it's mainly the students coming to Marwin to use its resources for whatever they decide to pursue in terms of making art. And so us teaching artists is, as well as the supplies here are all for like, you know, they're like using whether that be for like advice or tips it's just like it's them by themselves just like immersing themselves in making their own projects and just like forwarding themselves as an artist like independently and like seriously so that's how a lab is more like set apart from a standard course at marlin in my perspective yeah i think that's really well said now, can anyone apply for lab or how, how do you get into lab if you're interested? So I feel like the three of them have filled out the application, right? And actually, I will say like all five of us were the ones that were doing interviewing when people applied this past year um, and we all split it up. But yeah, it's like an application process for 10th to 12th grade students. And they could be also homeschooled. They don't have to be coming from a CPS school. And I think the thing that we ask is that they have some kind of a knowledge or like a comfortable in like an art medium because it's not really a traditional like studio programs class where like it's going to take you like eight weeks through like learning how to screen print it's it's something like they have a, at least a, some knowledge and an idea of what they want to make work about and I think I don't know like Corona Eileen Alan or Davida do you want to add anything to that sorry I was gonna say I think you said it all Rochelle um I don't know. I know in the past it was like at least two terms at Marwin. I'm not sure if that changed like currently. Yeah, I think just um, students who have like kind of been at Marwin for I think like a past year is good, like taken an interest in like a medium um, and kind of just want to push forward with that. Uh, we do get like a lot of students have been there since like sixth grade and like have not applied when they're in high school. So they have like all this like classes that they took at Marwin and a lot of them, like if you look back, a lot of them are either like same ceramic classes or like there's always like a medium that always like usually stands out of the classes they took and that ends up being like the medium they choose to work in lab and kind of just enhance that and kind of just work on projects. I would say like I know we are like teaching artists, um, but we don't do so much like teaching, like day to day, you know, teaching in like a regular Marwin class. Um, we really are like a resource for the students in lab, you know, and it, I think it also helps that we have all this background knowledge of all these different mediums and we all work with um, different mediums because we all could kind of like disperse 
within um, the students, you know, who, you know, work with or like pick their own medium that they want to work with. Like, you know, I handled like a lot of like the digital, you know, mediums that people wanted to work with, either like graphic design or I've gotten like animation in the past and stuff like that. Yeah, like Photoshop and all that. Um, I know Corona and DeVita helped with, you know, photography, Photoshop too, and like Lightroom and stuff. And then there was like painting and drawing and like ceramics and fashion. So I think, I think that focus and that choice, if I could advertise this as to students that are like looking to like apply for Marwin and apply for lab one day, I do think it's like, it feels kind of like a culmination for a lot of their like works or for their like pathway through like not just Marwin but like art in general I think there's definitely a certain like I don't want to say you have to be like fearless but I think that like we do take on at least in that time that span of like that year you kind of have to like take on like challenges for yourself kind of like you have to come with an ideal of like what not just what you want to make but then also if you have to say pivot like we had to great examples of students that pivoted and made amazing work totally different from what they were used to due to the lack of space the pandemic things like that i just i think that the really emphasizing like kind of like that willingness to be fearless and kind of explore and like challenge yourself so i would love to know a highlight so we talk a little bit about the challenges but there's always highlights right there's always good times so what were some of the highlights of teaching lab together? And it could be about your experience as co-teachers, as teaching artists, it could be with a young person, someone in your class, anything you wanna share of a highlight that you felt? I think, and I know Corona also agrees with me because she loves when this happens, but love just seeing, especially the shy students like grow out of their shell. You know, I know a lot of them, start off with like their cameras off and everything and that's fine we never like pressure them or never ask them to um but it's nice for them to like kind of you know get comfortable through the year and then end up you know um being able to like share their camera and being comfortable with that even for like a moment or just to show us something which is always nice um i think because we kind of got to know the students more we kind of um, got to understand that's their way of like opening up and feeling more comfortable, even just like little gestures like that. And I think that was like a big highlight. Calling like phone check-ins really helped too. Those were really fun. I like to, you know, I know like it felt like weird because I'm like calling this dude, <laughs> but um, it was nice to like, you know, um, have like a one-on-one -on -one and kind of talk about like where they're at and like, you know, and it's not, you know, all just like, oh, your project, your project. We also like, you know, asked about how they were doing and anything like we could support like them in a way. And like, you know, aside from that, just like really just checking in on them, like overall. Um, I love that personal touch. Yeah. I always like, at least in my group and just like the students I talk with, I always stressed about how not to stress. <laughs> I always like to say that like I know um you know there's an exhibition at Dunline but it is really just like take care of yourself first you know even like I know when we were in lab um even though it's a long year program it never feels like enough time especially in person like there's so many edits and stuff and I think we've all agreed that we 
would have loved more time or like it went by so fast um, that it feels like such a short amount of time. I always said like, it's okay if it's not finished. It's okay if it's a work in progress. It's okay if it's just like sketches, if it's just like part of the project that you wanna continue later on. Um, it never, I feel like because we give like, this is the end of the program and this is exhibition, that I feel like a lot of students get stressed out about showing their work up, up and that it needs to be finished, especially what everything was going on this year. Um, I think like, you know, unfinished work, mid work, any work is still amazing um, and shows so much progress in your art practice and just the time you were in lab. But I think it was like just amazing just to see like how much, you know, finished work that they did put up or just like any work that they did make at home because we know it was like so challenging this past year. But it was also cool like to have like check-in games and stuff and just kind of like have our moments where we were like really just like just talking and like oh yeah we made holiday cookies those were fun um everyone posted them on their on discord i think it was nice too i like i made the vegan ones um and i really liked in like doing that um i love when there's like other options um or like that option to have like either like gluten-free or vegan um, especially for students, because I know like um, a lot of places don't offer that, you know, like schools or stuff like that. So, but those were like really fun too. I guess it was one thing that was a highlight, but it, it was a little bit of a struggle at first too, that made it become a highlight was um, th there was this one student that couldn't do um, like their preferred medium at home because there was no space and like the materials and, you know, there's a lot of things that you know we're blocking them from um being being able to use that medium so even though they changed their medium to something else and something that they were not fully i guess comfortable with at the end i was so excited and so happy to see that they made a huge um a huge final piece well there was not huge but like they made an amazing project at the end and i was so excited just to see that even if we didn't plan everything in the beginning the end results always come out good when you're in lab I don't know how that always happens but it does <laughs> yeah the exhibition was beautiful and I know every year there's an exhibition for lab but I feel like this one was like it really <laughs> took the cake especially what amazed me is that everyone who made something made it from home they weren't at Malin studio and it still looked like professional like college level work I was so impressed just had to give you a little shout out and I know you guys put that exhibition together and like made the um what do you the brochure and all of that so kudos because that was an amazing show just to say yeah no they were amazing for sure Highlight for me, uh, like Aileen said, was just like making them things like cookies or just delivering things to them outside of class because of the pandemic. We're unable to see one another in person and just little things of like delivering small gifts or surprise materials for class is wonderful because it's that touch of sincerity that we care for them and their well-being and situations especially because of the pandemic a lot of their you know, mental like stability 
it's just like plummeting because of like being stuck at home and not being able to see friends or anything like that. So it, it really was a highlight for me just to like deliver stuff to them and just like possibly like brighten their day because of that. So it was just like really nice. Um, I can add one on here. I think what they all, everything, I agree with everything that they've said with the, the cookies to delivering art supplies to like, or like having some people drop off certain materials that had to you know be taken care of maybe in the building, like, you know, Jackie dropping off their clay and me firing it and then maybe meeting them halfway or like, you know, dropping it back off with Davida. Um, that was really nice. And also, yeah, just seeing like where they started from and then like how it ended and the exhibition was like so exciting. But I really loved some of like the workshops that we had um, and Davida and Andy facilitated like a really great like um, writing artist workshop that I really loved. And I got to see like, and I, and yeah, Davida had mentioned like her writing practice. So like, it was great that Davida was able to like use part of her practice to like share out with young people in lab. And that the way she facilitated with Andy was like just really nice. And so that was really great. And then like Regin's workshop was nice too, because it was the one time we actually all got to work on something at the same time because we made like little art kits. We all met together at Marwin, Corona, Davida, Alan and I, and Eileen. And then we put made the little art kits together and put candy in it and stuff like that. And then we like, some were delivered, some picked up. And then like we were able to do this workshop with Regin, who is an alumni and also used to be a teaching artist at Marwin. So that was really fun for us to finally do something all together at the same time. And we like did like a writing workshop and made books. I don't know, Alan, do you want to add anything? I mean, like I said, it was just like a really great place to like settle on like a Friday night, especially like, I don't know, it was like a highlight, just like coming in, us having like our pre-meeting, us going into like a time, us like, you know, playing music together, us like, you know, like just working on stuff together. It was just really fun. And, it, and we got a chance to really like know the students, know each other. Um, oh yeah, like our like playlist, our like Spotify playlist, our like Discord. This just was a lot. There's a lot of really cool things. All the, And I agree with all the great highlights y'all said. It just was great watching all of y'all kind of like, like noticing, especially the, the teaching artists, like the metas, like I, I, I y'all already were dynamic and already were great, but I could definitely see that you, even in that short time, like you guys grew just more confidence, just like more, I don't know, just like more like taking up more space. It was really, really great. I think to me like that, is the core of like what any institution should be, you know, like kind of cycling and like giving those that have been taught an opportunity, not only to teach, but to like thrive, like as a teacher. So like that, I was just giddy about that the whole time, personally. I love that. And if I can add one more thing, and this is different because we were all separated. The weird thing is I felt because of all the things that we did, including like the phone call home, texting, discord, I actually felt closer to young people in the program that I ever felt before, which is weird because we were all virtual, but it was, I think it's because we were in more constant contact with each other outside of just that Friday. Um, and I don't know if anyone else felt like that, but I, I did feel. Closer. It felt more intentional, which you would think wouldn't be the case when you're like in person. And I don't think there's a lack of intention when we're in person. I think that just, I think we all kind of signed like this like invisible contract that we like know that we have to connect and we have to like rely on like, you know, talking and communicating with one another. 
uh, in a real like intentional way. And and it just, yeah, it's, it's, it, I can't say enough how great it's been to kind of see that. I hate to say goodbyes. I hate endings, all that stuff. Like I wish it could go on like forever, but it's good to see like, cause even our lab teachers, some of our lab students are already like young, like YTAs now. So it's just, yeah, it's, it's great. So inspiring. And what I really love is how intentional you all were about relationship building, because, you know, all those little special touches of delivering cookies and holiday cards and art supplies and all of the ways to connect. I think there's this hyper awareness when you realize you can't see the person that like you want to connect with them. I know, I know, at least for me, and some people struggle with that, right? Like how to connect with someone when you're not right next to them. But I think you guys did a really smart and intentional way of connecting with your students and with each other to build this really solid team. So I think we can definitely learn a lot from the lab team and from you all as teaching artists because all the ways that you were able to build that community for a year is really, really powerful and I think should be shared. So thank you all for sharing about your experiences as artists, as collaborators, as supporters. And, you know, lab happens every year. I know there's a new cohort that's about to start for the fall as we start the planning the next program cycle. But thank you all for sharing your experiences. Any last takeaways from your experiences? And specifically, Alan, I'm curious to know, since you have worked as a teaching art artist in other spaces, any takeaways from this experience at Malwin? Yeah. You know, I think that just at the core of Marwin as an organization, I, I, I think that like just the proof of like seeing like how the how positive the culture is, how that young people are able to, especially during that like crazy time when you're like a teenager and you're supposed to like transition to an adult over a summer. Mm -hmm. I've never seen another kind of like organization, I think, especially like nonprofit, like art organization be able to facilitate that or bridge that like I feel like that is so important and I do teach a lot of places and I have like worked and I've never seen anything close to the community and the culture that's at Marwin like nothing close and I don't think I I will because I think that's how special you know it is and I'm just really I'm really I've really been fortunate just to kind of like like stand next to it and like be a part of it and help it in any way possible oh we're so grateful that you're here I also want to ask Rochelle, specifically as a staff person at Malwin, any takeaways from this experience? Because this is one of the first times that staff have been so involved in the day-to-day -day planning and teaching of classes. So any takeaways from this cohort model that we, we did for the spring term, or I would say the whole year, really? Yeah, I think because we had to shift to Zoom, that it was really helpful to have a lead TA, like kind of like co-planning with me, but also having like Corona Davida and Eileen there too, because it was so much work to teach online. And just because a lot of it, um, we broke it into like breakout groups. So like we had someone in each of those spaces kind of facilitating like a check-in, like a way for them to like have an icebreaker and then like continuing and having like a um, soundtrack in each, each of those spaces to try to, 
figure out like how can we make this kind of a residency still even though we're all virtual so like all of our bedrooms became like our studio spaces that probably also helped with like breaking the ice too is like in becoming closer with other people it's like we were in our homes in our rooms but yeah as a staff it was a lot of work and a lot of planning but i feel like it was like i said earlier i felt so much closer to everyone in the program and i got to know all the young people in the space more than i ever would before and so like i loved that so just thinking about as we transition to lab being in person this upcoming year um, we gave a survey out just to ask young people like what are some things you want to take from this last year that you think would be really useful like going into person and like we a lot of young people said they would love to keep doing discord doing check-ins but then like having more intentional check-ins a little deeper like in the separate spaces together phone call homes like people said that someone said like it saved their like everything to have just a check-in on the phone instead of being on screen um so like yeah just thinking about like what are some things that we learned from this past year that we can take in and so i'm, I'm hoping that that like it's definitely like a learning moment hopefully like those are things that we can still continue to do i don't want to go back to like how it used to be you know before before COVID in that way. So just like learning the things that are gonna work and make things better. Yeah, I agree. I feel like there's so many lessons learned and we should take it all and make it into the new future that we're building together. I don't think we should forget everything we learned just because things are changing again. I think we can definitely take those lessons and implement them and try and experiment, but continue to do the things that are working that we've learned. So my last question is for Corona, Eileen, and Davida. What's your biggest takeaway from this experience? One of my biggest takeaways is just being able to like know that I can be like a mentor to someone because I've always like been in the position of like being a student. So I've never really like considered what I've learned or like my experiences can also like be helpful to someone else along the way so it's just like shifting into the position of being a teacher and like realizing that that all the knowledge that i've built up over the past three years that i've been doing lab can be like beneficial to someone who's like starting off in lab for the very first time so that's like a very big takeaway for me just like being able to like be a teacher to someone i think what I took away for, I think just not only in lab, but like being a teaching artist, like in general, is just, I think just understanding like the students and being very open-minded. I think that's what helped me when I was a student and why I wanted to become like a teaching artist or just teach at Marwin because like the staff or like some of the teaching artists were very like understanding and really helped me through a lot when I was like a student at Marwin and in that like confusing age and just a bunch of like home problems and stuff and just having you know not someone that like not only I could talk to but someone that can understand and just be there give me like a safe space and I think that's kind of I mean I hope that that's what we achieved in lab and I'm sure a lot of students did and big like takeaway was just like really putting yourself in the student's shoes um really helps me at least grow as like a teaching artist i really like look back as when i was a student to understand what i needed at the time and how i could like give back now is really one of the big reasons on like why i like doing this and why i'm like learning more and keep teaching and wanting to keep teaching at marwin 
was for that exact same reason. But yeah, I also, I think I also took away um, that being at home online for a year is very difficult <laughs> and very hard and would not recommend. <laughs> I get distracted and I, I just want to lay and do nothing forever. So I'm so happy and like just, I appreciate all the students for all the hard work they did. And I'm just so proud of not just our team, um, but also like the students for working through this whole long year of uh, like trouble and just like a mess <laughs> that the world has become. But um, they did amazing work and I'm so proud that they like pushed forward to like create something that I hope that they're proud of and that really helps their art practice along the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that was great. Both of them said it so greatly. But um, yeah, I guess something I did get out of this would be that being transparent with students and like transparent teaching is totally normal and totally fine. And it's okay to let um, students know that, you know, you probably probably don't have answers either and that you guys are all struggling with everything together and that, you know, they're not alone and that, you, you know, you're not alone either, that both of you are in your room making artwork and it's okay that we're all connected somehow. But um, something else, I guess, that I did take was that be like how Eileen said, you know, being inside, you know, could really be so hard. It, you know, it was amazing to know that they can still make a change and like understand that they have a voice, even if they are inside of their rooms and that their only, you know, equipment is their computer in front of them. Yeah, I guess it's just to make sure that that they know that we're here for them and that that, that they are here for us, too, you know. I love that. Y'all are so sweet. I love this. <laughs> I need to shout out because I don't think any of them mentioned that all three of them have work in the exhibition as well. So that's I just right. want to make sure that's out there. Yes. All right. Yes. Well, I think you all are an incredible group. I am so honored that you came on this podcast to share about your experience. Thank you so much. And if you want to get in contact with any of the artists, I'm going to give them an opportunity to just share their contact information, social media, whatever you want to share, websites, just so people can look you up, get in contact if they want to get in contact. So just very quickly, if all of you could just share, if you want to, no pressure, ways for people to look you up or get in contact. Um, I have an art Instagram. It's called um, at above Aileen. So above A-I-L-E-E-N. And I have like a link tree, in, link tree in there that has like my website and that's like my portfolio and stuff. Okay, so I have my Instagram. It is cc.orona. And I, have, I do have my link there for my other Instagram that is strictly photography, but you guys could go check that out. Uh, I have an Instagram as well. It's Anokians underscore, and that's E-N-O-C-H-I-A-N-S underscore on Instagram. It's like a mix of like my personal and like my work Instagram. There's no really like filter about it, but that's a main source of contact. And I'm still like working on building a website and just like compiling all of my work on there as well. But uh, a link to my website will be on my Instagram in due time. I guess I can add mine. If you go to my Instagram, which is like Love Lorae, L-O-R-R-A-E. If you go to my um, 
the bio it has a, like a link to my website and other organizations that I work with. So you can find me there. I'm gonna pass it to Alan. Yeah, so I also I have a website and Instagram. Uh, both go by my first and last name, Alan Moore. IG is A-L-L-E-N underscore M-O-O-R-E underscore 127. And then if you look up alanmoreart.net, you can see my website. Oh, and then also Bandcamp, which you can access my Bandcamp through either one of those. Yes, awesome. Definitely check out these amazing teaching artists and we'll be back for another episode. Thank you guys so much for coming on. This was so much fun. Thank you, Victoria. Thank you for having us. Of course. Talk to you soon. Bye. In the Studio with Teaching Artists gives an intimate portrait of Malwin teaching artists' experiences co-designing virtual programming. The podcast also highlights how beneficial it is to center marginalized young artist leadership and creativity. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Malwin Arts to share your favorite part of the episode. Malwin will be offering new studio courses led by teaching artists in fall 2021. To register for classes, go to www.marwen.org.